says, get that India, big boy. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Tip Sheet, the Instant Reaction Podcast version this week as we come to you live in the wake of the rather ugly demolition job up in Darwin. The uh, North Queensland Cowboys far too good uh, for the Parramatta Eels, uh, too much energy, uh, too much desire this week as they are run out 35-4 to 4 victors, very, very convincing uh, in both halves. Joining me to rip the band-aid off to wade through the carcass of this uh, particular ugly loss is my good mate, 60s. Usually it's always good to have you on the show, mate, but this one's not going to be pretty. Uh, it's not going to be, mate. I'm uh, I'm feeling a bit flat and unenergetic. That and, might sound familiar. And somehow still probably going to put in a better effort than the boys did tonight. Well, mate, I, I, I mean, what can you say about that sort of effort? Um, I said at half-time that, I feared that it was going to be ugly in the second half, as we very quickly discussed before recording this, that the Eels were looking gassed towards the end of that first half. And if you're looking gassed up in Darwin, it's, it's, you're only it's halfway it, through the game. Reverse exponential curve for your energy. Well. Yeah, it, it falls off a cliff very quickly. And unfortunately for the Parramatta Eels, the Cowboys, I mean, we know that they're versed in the conditions. They do train obviously up in uh, Townsville, which for uh, the commentators try to make a big deal about how well the Cowboys handle conditions. I, I do want to point out to the, cow- the the Cowboys, the commentators are listening, that the way the tropics work is north-south, not east-west. So you know, the closer you are to the equator, the hotter and more humid it gets. And that being in Darwin is not going to make it more you know hotter or humid outside of the smidgen more north it is than uh, Townsville. So that uh, obviously had them well-seasoned for these... Uh, testing conditions it was 30 plus very humid and uh we, we mentioned this in the lead up but the cowboys were the only team to ever beat the eels prior to this week in darwin and they now move into a winning record two from three uh to hand the heels their eels their second ever loss up in the top end uh, let's not uh mince words let's not waste time here mate there's not a lot of good to talk about this if any good honestly let's just quickly run through the numbers before we get into the actual analysis uh, we mentioned 35 to 4 was the scoreline. Kyle Felt going 1 2 and 3 for the Cowboys to get an early hat trick by the 57th minute. And then it was a flurry. At that point, the Eels needed to score three times in nine minutes, I think it was. And it was the Cowboys who scored three times in five minutes instead. Uh, Tom Deard and Hamiso Tabuai Fado and Scott Drinkwater all scoring in a space of uh, four or five minutes there. There were some, uh, you know, there were some bad calls amongst all those tries score, but it doesn't take away from the fact that the Cowboys were vastly superior. To the Eels on the day. Valentine Holmes went four from six from try conversions, one from one for a penalty conversion, also added a field goal just before half time. Uh, in terms of stats, uh, Eels actually ahead in possession ever so slightly, 51 to 49%. Uh, completion rates 84% for the Eels, which was solid, 89% for the Cowboys, which is excellent. Uh, and then uh, most of the important attacking stats favoring the Cowboys, six line breaks to one, 36 tackle breaks to 17, uh, three or four more average meters on uh, average set distance. And uh, going down there, it just gets uh, more and more favoring the Cowboys. Obviously, their effective tackle rate was better than Eels, 92% versus just under 87%. Uh, Eels, again, they're up at uh, 50 combined missed and effective tackles this week. It's just not good enough. Obviously, the defensive standards, they hold themselves to. Uh, and then Eels, with the 10 areas in North Queensland, 6. Although the Cowboys did concede 6 penalties to Parramatta's 3. 
uh, and that's about the tail of the tape when it comes to the team stats. Uh, in terms of the player stats, uh, well, I mean, there's, there's not much to salvage here, mate. I think uh, there is some good numbers for a couple of players. Will Penicillin went over 200 on the ground. I thought he tried very hard in this game, although there was a couple of errors in the young man, and um, probably could have made it an early captain's challenge that might have been important. Uh, but the, admittedly, the Cowboys did uh, butcher the scrum following that uh, quote-unquote knock-on. Uh, off the bench, Ryan Madison over 200 again. Uh, he was very good when he did come on, uh, but probably uh, uh, the only real bench... I know that Bryce Cartwright had a late try assist, but uh, we probably didn't get enough out of our bench in this contest. And, and I thought Junes and Reg tried hard, but once we went to the, the rotation forwards outside of Madison, uh, the Cowboys really took control of that game. Yeah, it's was eerily uh, similar score to uh, when the Cowboys previously beat us up in Darwin. It was a 32-6 to score when uh, Jonathan Thurston was in the team a few years back. But it, it just, that first half, I felt like I was watching the game against the Tigers again. Well, we were the, going the, shift. They were more disappointed than against the Tigers. There wasn't, you know, obviously the number of early errors from ice this time around. But like you said, they had the ball, but while they were patient, they were far too lateral. And, you know, when you've got the, the big boppers we have and the ability to play around the ruck the way we have, uh, we, we should have been far more direct and assertive. And then that comes back to the second half too, where a pivotal moment in the game was Sean Lane, unfortunately, dropping that try uh, or dropping the ball over the process of grabbing that try. And the Eels weren't able to capitalise on the resultant penalty from an offside marker. Uh, but yeah, just way too side to side. Cowboys uh, were equally patient in defence and clearly had a game plan to target our left edge. And th this was my concern heading into this game uh, was that obviously against Newcastle, we had a very good plan of our own to get Dylan and into the, the attack from centre and defensively not get uh, picked off. But the Cowboys just unleashed Kyle Felt on Hayes Perriman. It was really one-way traffic. Yeah, when you're talking about a makeshift centre and a makeshift winger, as you said, if if a team does their uh, lead up their prep well, uh, I, I guess we were bound to be in trouble. I shouldn't say we were bound to be in trouble because I still think that we lost that game in the first half where we kept going lateral, where we didn't take any ascendancy yeah. in the boards, where we were the ones that were gassed by half time despite some territorial advantage. I mean, we literally didn't ask any genuine questions nope. of the Cowboys. And I was fine for a time because, like I said, I don't mind being patient, especially in the Darwinian conditions where you can build yourself into the game and then get the payoff in the second half. But we were the ones that were gassing ourselves because instead of sending one forward into two or three defenders and making them work hard, we're going side to side, involving the entire team and getting them all, uh, you know, backed up that way. So, uh, well, when you had a look, when you had a look at the Cowboys' defensive movements in dealing with what we were throwing at them, you could see they they were handling it with ease. Mm -hmm. They were just sliding one way and then the other, and we never. I suppose the one true opportunity that we had, um, unfortunately, Will threw a pass that went behind. To, to be fair, we, had, we, had, we did have two opportunities. Will had a chance to put uh, Bailey over with that little flick ball in the first half. And then after that, Gufferson actually put in a nice grubber kick that uh, that Tua Lungy made such a meal of that I don't think uh, Bailey counted on getting an actual play at the ball. And there was actually an opportunity for him to score there, but he missed it. So two early opportunities that probably would have been 
pretty important in the context of uh, preventing that early run for the Cowboys. But unfortunately, the, the Cowboys, this was a... I suppose for them a litmus test game after beating a lot of beating a lot of teams they were meant to beat, but losing to some of the big teams like the Roosters, and they came here and they really, really aimed up. Yeah, and unless look, I honestly thought that after that game against the Tigers, that we would have learned our lesson about playing to our strengths, and we went so far away from it, it wasn't funny. The majority of the second half, I thought we were doing the right thing. Even though we weren't, we just weren't making up the the difference. We should have got that try from uh, Sean Lane. That should have made a bit of a, a a difference to the momentum of the game. It didn't. Uh, yes, we had all that possession that followed immediately after that with getting the penalty. However, it was just. I'm I'm lost for words, mate, because that the last that last five, ten minutes where the score blew out, I think was a reflection of just how gassed oh, we were. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and 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 that's probably going to account for a lot of the missed tackles that were there in that uh in the back half of the game. Just that, that last ten minutes. But prior to that it, they were honestly playing the sort of football that I thought they should have been playing through the first half. Mm-hmm. And if they'd have been playing that sort of football through the first half, we're just with just continually making the Cowboys turn up on their line and work hard defensively, then we were a chance of them being gassed by half time. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, as I said, we just went lateral, lateral, lateral all through the first half, and. Uh, the Cowboys just ate it up. Yeah, we, we did not ask the questions uh, requisite of a, a team as good as the Cowboys were. And once again, it comes back to the, the Tigers. If you did the same against the Tigers, I think they would have been pretty comfortable by and large defending what we're throwing at uh, the Cowboys tonight. And it's just, yeah, it's uh, it's very frustrating, um, you know, and you sort of point fingers from the top down to the players because, you know, uh, the, like you know, that includes the coaches too. Where did we prep as well as we should have? Did the players execute as well as they needed to? I think on both accounts, you can probably say uh, not entirely true. I think that I, I know that we'll we'll starting to get right a little bit in the second half. I think Brad did miss a trick putting Bryce Cartwright uh, into the game too late, uh, especially when we were chasing points after that Sean Lane butchered uh, no try. It felt like we needed a little bit of a spark, and more so because I, I can't quite recall a game, even the West Tigers game where our halves, or not our halves, our entire spine has been so passive. Uh, it felt like none of the four, and or five really with Dylan too, I suppose, but none, none of any of them really wanted to step up and take this game by the scruff of the neck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely and, true. And, 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 and to be fair, they weren't exactly given a fantastic platform to operate on for most of the game, I know, but uh, this felt like a game that was screaming for Mitchell Moses to take a run down the short side uh, for Gufferson to be backing up off Ryan Madison, just something. And uh, we, we just couldn't deep, dig deep and find it one way or the other. Well, I don't know what the answer's going to be, mate, because there's... It doesn't get any better next week. Pen- no, Penrith Panthers going to be fired up after their sloppiest performance of the last two years against the Gold Coast Titans, and they're getting back Brian Toto. And is it Leota or is it uh, Lenu that they're getting back? One, no, I think it's Leota. Yeah, one, no, of those, one of those two forwards are getting back. So they're going to be at full strength. They're going to be absolutely pumped up in front of a home crowd. Uh, and the Eel is going to be coming off this game with some heavy legs, I reckon. Uh, they absolutely will be. 
the problem is, I don't think we're going to have any extra troops back. Yeah, unless Sean Russell makes a miraculous recovery in the next six or seven days, like way beyond anything of of human capacity. Uh, I don't think there's anyone. I mean, there's a question mark over Murata because he's out indefinitely, which usually doesn't mean a good thing. So I'm not banking on him coming back. And that that's one that we talk about that backline issue, which is obviously huge. But at times our bench has been so anemic this year, and that's largely due to the fact that we haven't been able to pair Ryan Madison with Murata Niakoro and have our two best bench forwards, or or whether it's Murata starting and then Azai Papali'i coming off the bench, which, whichever comp- combination it is. Uh, we haven't been able to get our two best bench forwards into the game at the same time this year. Well, and that's a shame because... The, the bench forward that really is taking it up is Ryan Madison, yeah. where he's he's topping the run meters off the bench. <laughs> off the bench, it, it's I mean it's just astounding the figures that he's churning out at the moment, the work that he's doing. But again, uh, we what are our options? I just don't see our options that are there. It's um, I, I think everyone would like to see. Dylan Brown back in the 5'8 role but if you haven't got a centre and you haven't got a winger I, I'm, I don't know what I don't know what we can do uh, uh, like, even if Sean Russell was available uh, I doubt that in his first week back that he'd be playing NRL yeah I just the, don't, the, I just don't given see the, that the, that the catastrophic be. nature of his injury you wouldn't want to be rushing him back uh, but well it does feel like as soon as he is somewhat close to fitness, he is going to be forced back into this lineup. lineup excuse me, had a from my mouth there, because once again, I, I love Hayes Perriman. He's you know he deserves a, a look into first grade, given how good he's been in the Reggies. But the Cowboys did their homework this week, and if the Cowboys can do their homework, so can Penrith. And it feels like a lot of the good teams will be able to say, you know, we're going to go after that left edge as long as it's nowhere near full capacity. We're going to go after it hard. Yeah, well, mate. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if there's anything more I can say. About oh, the, that look, this, this is a hundred percent a game that you that the team's going to need a goldfish memory for, because the West Tigers game there were lessons to be learned from that, because it was a close loss, and you know there were there were systematic issues that we needed to address, which we did for Newcastle. But then once again, we we sort of regressed a little bit this week in that regard. Although we did show greater patience than against the the Tigers, I suppose, but. Uh, this is like a, a perfect shitstorm of so many different things. We didn't execute. The energy levels weren't great, and Brad Arthur noted that in his halftime address as per Fox Sports. The the injury toll is clearly catching up with this team. They've, they've fought, and, and I, I do want to stress that this team has fought valiantly through the, the crisis they've been put through in terms of the injuries, but it is catching up this team in a big way now, and the, the Cowboys are able to exploit it, and I expect the Penrith Pampers are going to be probably, probably going to do a pretty good job of exploiting it too. Yeah. And mate, um, I think that's probably where we're going to end up leaving it here because I haven't got a three-two-one. I mean, I, I do want to shout out Matto, who is back to career best form. It feels like, uh, you know, after all those head knocks and the injuries, it, it looks like he is back to the player that we know he can be, which is really nice. But it'd also be really nice if we could have a Murata near Kore pairing with him off the bench. And you know, and look, Mac is doing some good stuff too. Uh, I, I do feel like Oregon's plateaued a bit, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, just the, the drop off from when Junior and Reg go off is just wild, and and unfortunately Matto's doing a great job, but it's not quite enough. So yeah, there is no three to one this week because outside of Matto, can you name anyone that really had a decent game? No, I, I, can't, I mean mate. Will Pennison. Will he tried. I, I yeah. feel he tried hard, but it, I, I don't think anyone's polling this week. 
No, no. I think it's. I think this is the one where, uh, when it comes to three, two, ones, that's it, pointless. Um, as you said, uh, uh, fair to give a shout out to Matto, but I think we draw the line there. And um, uh, mate, I, I don't know what lessons can be learned. I don't know what's going to be looked at in the in the video review. I think there's an element of that where we look at the first half and then leave it there because I think the the first half was the formula for our loss, and the second half was that combination of. Uh, being gassed and then uh, the the Cowboys just getting that absolute run on in that in that last five ten minutes. So yeah, um, it, it is becoming because obviously, like you said, you look at that first half and they'll be able to isolate and and do a review. But it is starting to become difficult to separate the the injury crisis and and the extended toll it takes, not just on those positions, but every other position that's been siphoned because of it as an indirect uh, consequence. And yeah, and like non, it's not an excuse. Uh, obviously, we're all upset after that game because we did not turn up. And and to the Cowboys' credit, they played a heck of a game. They yeah. are, they they are legit this year. I don't know if they're going to be premiership contenders, but they're absolutely a legit roster in terms of competing for the top eight. And uh, you know, credit to Todd Payton because he was on a hot seat coming into this year, and he seems to have figured it out. So yeah, for the for the Parramatta Eels, though, like we said, it needs to be goldfish memories by and large because there's not much to be extracted from this game. And they're going to be taking on the reigning premiers next week, and you'd imagine they're going to be mentally up for this game. But I don't know if if uh, the resources are there on the ground at this point. It's going to take a, a almighty effort to be competitive next week, given our toll of injuries. Yeah, uh, absolutely, mate. I, I, uh, I'm I'm probably not in a, a frame of mind to be able to find what the answer is or what the positives are going into next week. Hopefully by the time we do our preview podcast next Thursday, that uh, things are a little bit clearer. I, I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, a little bit of an early spoiler, but at this stage I might be tipping the rare Parramatta loss in the preview podcast. That's how rum die things are right now with the, the roster available. Yeah. Well, mate, let's just tip uh, a couple of lower grade wins tomorrow and, yeah. and end up positive. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. So yeah, the doubleheader out at Kellyville tomorrow. Um, pending any sort of cyclonic weather, we should be out there hopefully. Um, so stay tuned for all the coverage of those two games on TCT. And unfortunately, I wish I could sign off on a more positive note. But as always, thanks for stopping by and giving us a listen. Uh, these losses are not fun to do instant reactions to. I can assure you that. But you know, you got to do your duty, and here we are doing it. Uh, but like we said, hope we can get a couple good results next uh, next week tomorrow, and then uh, move on to next week where we will have to restart from pretty much scratch. I think. Absolutely. All right, guys. Catch you next week. Thanks for stopping by. Cheers.